Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Christ Chapel Parent Podcast. This podcast exists to have real conversations to help you win at home. Today, I am joined by Kevin Leibach. Hey, how you doing? I'm the Life Stage 1 pastor. I oversee student ministries. Who else we got here? Yes, the person, the voice that you have already heard over the airwaves is Joel Bowers. I work with our 5th and 6th graders here. And Kevin, it is almost turkey time. It is almost turkey time. Yep, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. So what, Kevin, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Uh, honestly, I am a big sides person. Okay. So, I mean, I do smoke my turkeys. Okay, I'm I don't yeah, <laughs> finish that <laughs> sentence. Um, and I love smoked turkey. But, um, yeah, I love anything mashed potatoes, gravy, yeah. cast, uh, cornbread, dressing, mm-hmm. stuffing, whatever you want to get on that debate. And then, yeah, all the sides. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I'm with you on the, I've never really been like the turkey has never been like the, oh, I'm really excited about the turkey. Yeah. But sides are definitely specifically, and this is kind of a weird side, but uh, I have had the past couple Thanksgivings, Brussels sprouts Mm -hmm. that have been roasted and then you put, um, oh, pomegranate seeds in it and it is... It's really, really good. It sounds weird, but it's really yeah. good. I've had Brussels sprouts with like bacon and balsamic vinegar. Oh yeah, that now. I mean, bacon. Yeah, is pretty much the star. And in let's that one. forget thankfulness. Let's just talk about food. I'm thankful for. for <laughs> I'm thankful for bacon. <laughs> but with Thanksgiving coming and the food, and we're thankful for the food, but it also is a time where we tend to, as a culture to kind of stop and pause and give thanks. I mean, it's in the name, Thanksgiving, and it was established as this time to sort of stop and maybe take inventory of what we are thankful for. Which is funny, because you and I are pretty much the most grumpy people on our staff. Yes, for the two to be talking about thankfulness. It's maybe maybe in the Lord's sense of humor, he has us talking about this, because we need to hear it. Joel, get off my lawn, Bowers. Yeah, seriously. But, you know, I just, you know, thankfulness is just an interesting topic to talk about. And it's something that intrinsically I think we know we should be thankful and we want to raise thankful kids, thankful mm-hmm. teenagers, thankful adults. Um, but a lot of times I think that even though we have a holiday celebrating thankfulness, we tend to miss the true heartbeat of thankfulness and especially thankfulness as it relates to our faith yeah. and to our relationship with God. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today is just thankfulness and maybe in the Thanksgiving season, how you can spend some time to talk with your students about exuding true thankfulness and what does that mean and why does thankfulness matter to God? Do you ever have that moment as a parent where your kid just is frustratingly asking for something that you just gave them whatever you just gave them something and then it's not good enough totally and you just have the thought in your head of like if you only knew how much resources i've spent to your survival you would be a lot more thankful and it really makes me realize like Oh, man, I do the same thing to God. Absolutely. Like, I, God provides a home and food and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then I turn around going, God, man, you know, I would love to have that extra vacation home. Totally. Or I would love to have that extra thing. That's mm-hmm. really what would make me thankful. Totally, yeah. We, we, our kids, we get frustrated when they kind of have this conditional thankfulness with us. Yeah. Of like, you do this and then I'll be thankful 
But yeah, the irony is, is that as adults, that's exactly what we do with God. And even the irony of Thanksgiving, of that it is immediately followed by Black Friday. Yes. Right? Where we, where we do the exact opposite and say, I'm not thankful. I don't have enough. Give me all the deals and all the things and all the stuff. Yes. And so really what we're addressing here is, you know, we kind of live in a culture and in a time that's really toxic towards our thankfulness, Mm -hmm. towards being truly thankful. And I think addressing that and being aware of that is is a good first step towards moving, towards having the more thankful type of heart that I think God would desire us to have. Yeah, because I think for me, what I observe in my own life and then also in America in particular, it's like we think of, like, I'll be thankful when. Mm -hmm. It's a destination. I'll be thankful when I get this promotion or when I get this house or when I get this certain lifestyle or God provides this thing for me. Um, and so I become thankful. I'm, I'm putting off my requirement of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. until I re- achieve a certain thing. And if you've traveled overseas, and you, that's what I think the, the common thing when you take students overseas Absolutely. or you go overseas on a mission trip and you realize like, wow, they are way more thankful and they have way less mm-hmm. because totally. it's, a, it's an attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think too, as parents, we want to instill that attitude in our kids. And if you have the opportunity to take your students to on an overseas mission trip or even on a stateside one where you can you know, in, interact with some people that are less fortunate than you, you are going to get that, that taste of, oh man, they have so much less and they're so much more thankful. But what about for our parents that that's not an option? Or that they want to leverage, you know, growing their child and their student up in thankfulness. You know, I think it would be great, you know, just to spend some time, hopefully, in this segment, empowering and talking about what that means and how you can do that outside of just going overseas. And which, if you can do that, sure. do it. But I think before we get to that, it might be good to spend a few minutes just talking about what, like, what really is true biblical. Thankfulness, God-centered thankfulness, and why does God care so much about our thankfulness? Because He's like us? me, and He wants me to be thankful for He wants me to be thankful for all the ways that He provides. No, uh, <laughs> thankfulness is acknowledging how great God is. Mm-hmm. It's it's about for me. It's about uh, acknowledging His true character. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not thankful, then I'm giving. I have a picture in my brain. And in my head, in my heart, that is that has a God that is much smaller than he really is. A God mm-hmm. that doesn't want to provide for me. A God who doesn't care about my needs. A God yeah. who doesn't, who is, has conditional love for me. But thankfulness unlocks me from that small version of God and mm-hmm. paints a much bigger God who, who does all those things willingly and lovingly. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I think you used a word that I would use too of the idea of thankfulness unlocks something. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think... True thankfulness uh, unlocks really like a blessed life, but not in the sense of that you're blessed with more things to make you thankful. But I think that when you have gratitude and you're thankful for how God has provided for you, that gives way to this humility about life and this humility of understanding, right, that God has met all of your fundamental needs that yeah. you have, right? And that and that you've received those, you haven't earned those. Right. And I think that, you know, and when you can live with more of the perspective of, man, I've received all of these amazing things. I haven't earned them. God has graciously given them to me, and I want to be thankful for that. 
we, you know, that flips the script and gives you this different perspective to where you understand how blessed of a life you have, regardless of how much you have. Yeah, well, and we, it's interesting, we live in a world of social media where the idea of comparison is Mm -hmm. huge, where you are now face-to-face with everybody you know Mm -hmm. and the meals that they go out to eat, the places they go and visit, what their house looks like. Mm -hmm. And so you have this idea of comparison and you're face-to-face on a daily basis. Willingly, you're choosing to uh, see what you don't have and that that makes you compare, saying, Mm -hmm. well, I don't have that. That person has that life or whatever. And thankfulness, I think, turns it in and focuses on what you do have, mm-hmm. what you have been given by God, mm-hmm. and it allows you, it's like comparison is a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. It allows you to insert joy back into your life by seeing how richly God has blessed mm-hmm. you through his yeah. amazing character. Well, and I think that the whole idea of the comparison game, too, and, and especially as it relates to the social media age that we live in, if we feel that pressure then our students and your students, if you're listening, really, really feel that pressure of comparison. Mm. You know, and do I, you know, I don't have what that person has, or they might even go as far to portray that they do have what that person has, but they actually don't because social media allows us to portray, you know, the life that we don't have, right? And even instilling jealousy in others to covet what what we, you know, are perceived to have. And it can put up all of these masks that just leads to joylessness, you know, because you're either, oh, I wish I had that, or I have to put up this front that I have that, but I I don't have it. I feel like a sham Mm -hmm. or whatever. But social media, you know, and and that comparison game, it really does steal joy. And I think for, for your students, too, it's important to remember that, especially, I think, more so for girls than for guys, that that comparison game goes beyond just possessions, yeah. There may be a lack of thankfulness from the front of just, I wish that I was made Different. differently, yeah. that I looked more like that, or that I you know, had the ability to have this personality more, right? And you lose sight of the fact of just being thankful and grateful for how God uniquely made you and crafted you, mm-hmm. which I think as a parent, you know, and I have a young daughter and for my son even too, it just reminds me how important it is to hammer into them that they're made in the image of God and that that makes them special and they are unique and they can be thankful for how they've been made. Yeah. I And it's interesting. I remember when I was in eighth grade, I think there were, you're maybe younger than this, but I remember there was a shoe that came out called the Reebok Pump. Yeah, I, I know what the Reebok... It, it, it made a, a little resurgence when I yes. was like in high school, I think. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, it was a shoe that had uh, an air pump built yep. in, and it was uh, the air pump was in the shape of a specific sport ball, yep. so it was like a football or basketball or baseball. Yep. And I everybody had those, and I was like, Mom, Dad, I got to have them. It was like the Jordans today. Like, yeah. yeah, I got it. They were ridiculously expensive. Totally. And I remember my mom and my dad, who were not wealthy, went out and bought these for me, but they got the wrong kind. Oh. They got the tennis kind. They had a tennis ball, which was a tennis ball is cool because it was fuzzy. Yeah. But I, and I wore those things like proudly, but I knew that it wasn't the one that I wanted. Absolutely. And yeah. I just, um, as a, you know, as a parent now, thinking back, like, if I had sacrificed mm-hmm. what I believe my parents sacrificed to get me those shoes, yeah. 
and I had shown a level of ungratitude or unthankfulness for that, uh, or and my kids do that, like how that affects the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's the same thing in terms of when your kids don't act thankfully, it affects your relationship with them. Mm -hmm. But it's the same thing with us and God. When we don't have an attitude of thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. it puts a barrier between us and our relationship with God. And so if we're feeling that distance, if we're feeling, oh man, I just, I don't have that closeness or that intimacy with God, maybe Mm -hmm. one of those things is I need to check and see, am I being truly thankful to him. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that thankfulness, realizing too that it is, you know, especially being thankful the way that God wants us to be, and I think what you're hearing here is that it comes out of the heart. Yeah. And we are so guilty of raising our kids to think that thankfulness is purely a lip service thing. Yeah. You know, like at Christmas time, you know, it's going to be right around the corner. You know, you're with your in-laws and your kids open up a present and it's socks and you know that they don't, they don't want socks. You can see the disappointment on their face. But what do you tell them to do? Say thank Say you. Say thank you. Yeah. Right? Say thank you. And, you know, we unintentionally, I think we have good motives of, you know, you need to show thankfulness, but we unintentionally show them that being thankful is just a word. Mm-hmm. That it can happen in just a word, that it can happen say with, just, yeah, with just lip service. Um, you know, and so I think that it's important to think about how to instill in your child um, an attitude of thankfulness that is a true outpouring from your heart and not just this lip service. Um, because ultimately, God is going to know, you know, can yeah. distinguish between the two. And so, you know, what what do you think, Kevin, would maybe be some ways to, to help grow that in our own hearts? Because I think that even parents, we need to grow yeah. in this too. But also to instill it in our, in our students and our children. I think, well, one of the things, the practice that we have in our household is that night before we go to bed... Um, or at some time, we, whether it's over a meal or before we go to bed, we go around and we say, hey, what are we thankful for? And we just go through and we name it. Now, we have a three-year-old, and so he doesn't always want to participate. Um, but for us, it's showing and demonstrating, like, okay, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. what am I really thankful for? And if I take that seriously, there are some days where I have to choose to be thankful for something because I've had a bad day. Mm-hmm you know, rough day in the office or uh, Knox was, you know, being a, uh, you know, a three-year-old. And yeah. I, I'm choosing thankfulness in that moment mm-hmm. and I'm searching for, okay, God has blessed me with these things mm-hmm. and he has given me. And so I think for me, that's one of the practices that we have of regularly mm-hmm. expressing thanks. And in, in doing that, what we get a chance to do with our with our son is explain why we are blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Does he get that not everybody has what we have mm-hmm. or does he get that not everybody gets what we get to do? Mm-hmm. And so to, for him to understand that there is something bigger and something greater, um, that he, that provides all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think too, that it's important for us to remember this, aspect of thankfulness as adults but also to instill in our kids that thankfulness needs to you know a lot of times we keep it just in the spectrum of things yes of stuff um or maybe people in our lives or whatever but that really ultimately the absolute utmost of our affection should go towards 
the Lord. And that's what we were made to uh, to desire. And so, you know, something that we've talked about with our children as we raise them up, what we want to do, and I think this is a practice that it's never too late to start doing, is not only thanking God for how he's blessed you with things, but also just thanking God for being God, Mm -hmm. you know, and and maybe spending time talking with your kids about the different character traits of who God is and being thankful that God is those character traits and being thankful that God is who he is, Um, you know, and that he does provide for us. But also, you know, that he, uh, that he saves us, also that he is gracious to us, also that he teaches and instructs us and guides us. And, you know, there's so much to, who the, to the character of God and who he is and choosing to be thankful for who God is, um, you know, and, and really turning, you know, to not just, oh, I'm thankful for God's provision, but I'm just thankful for God. And mm-hmm. I'm thankful that Jesus makes it so that I have access yeah. to God and to everything that he is. Well, and it's this idea that one of the key factors in a, in a child growing up and having a faith mm-hmm. of their own, which we all want, is having an awareness of the presence of God in their lives. Absolutely, yeah. And thankfulness, um, as you go through that as a practice, you get to go back and see the characteristics of God displayed mm-hmm. in our lives. You know, so uh, you know, being thankful that God gave you the strength to uh, speak up in class, or mm-hmm. God uh, allowed you to restore a relationship, mm-hmm. or whatever those things that, as a parent, you can develop a better antenna mm-hmm. so that they can see and, and be aware of God's presence in their lives mm-hmm. and be thankful that He is living and active and moving. It mm-hmm. could be a sunset. It could be yeah. you know, a rainbow. Um, to be thankful for those things as gifts from above mm-hmm. teach us that God is concerned with our everyday lives and mm-hmm. he's, he's, He wants to be a part of that. Absolutely. And I think looking back and being thankful for God's past provisions. You know, I think so much of the Old Testament... You know, God's the Jewish people would use it and would read it to be reminded yeah. of God's provision and of God's blessings and how God has taken care of them and loved them. Yeah. And to remember that thankfulness and, and looking back, you know, of man, here's a time where God really showed up. And we can be thankful now and trust Him now because we've seen His provision and His character show up in the past. So the way you do that is you got to tell stories, right? Yeah. As parents, what stories are you telling? Mm-hmm about the past, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What stories are you telling about who God is mm-hmm. and reminding them that's what the Old Testament is. It's family stories, mm-hmm. in a sense, who are reminding God's people of his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a practical, tangible thing. What are you? What stories are you telling your kids? Mm-hmm. Not just the funny ones, but the, the ones where God really showed up. Absolutely, absolutely. And that might even be a fun activity, this Thanksgiving, yeah. you know, when you have the family around, you know, maybe it's at the table or after everybody's stuffed with turkey and they're sitting on the couches by the fire or something like that, to just go around and, and maybe say, hey, let's all tell a story of how God provided mm-hmm. in this way or that way. You know, it could be the last year, it could be, you know, and then maybe bring up, hey, what's, what's something that we can trust God with in the future and walk through it? in thankfulness mm-hmm. because we've seen God show up in the past. And I think that's a great tangible way, you know, to use the stopping point that we have of Thanksgiving and the pause button that it allows us to hit on life to kind of maybe begin to reframe as a family yeah. 
how you approach and view thankfulness and maybe making that a somewhat regular practice of just stopping and remembering and telling those stories and then moving forward in thankfulness and in gratitude of who God is and how he's provided and how you know he's going to continue to provide. Well, in the circle back around, what you were talking about at the beginning was if you don't have an opportunity to go overseas, Mm -hmm. right? Well, the reality is we have opportunities to serve all over mm-hmm. the Metroplex, yeah. the city, you know, or Parker County or whatever. And, you know, if you're, if you're sitting there and you're going, well, I don't even know where to serve, mm-hmm. get in touch with uh, our lo- local outreach mm-hmm. ministry here. They have plenty of opportunities for you to get involved in family-friendly opportunities for you to get involved mm-hmm. in, in, in serving because nothing will take you to a place of thankfulness than serving alongside other people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be Thanksgiving. It can be all year round. Yes. Yeah, they're definitely, yeah. We are not lacking for opportunities that are available to uh, people who attend Christ Chapel to be able to serve and, and to bring your children to serve too. Yeah, there's. I'm always blown away by the amount of options that we have in that. And so... Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Christ Chapel Parent Podcast. We hope that this real conversation will help you win at home with your student in the area of thankfulness. Thankfulness is so important and paramount to our faith as we relate to God and we respond to His goodness and graciousness towards us. We hope that uh, you are able to walk away with some practical tips to help grow your child's thankfulness and your own. If you would like to talk to any of our staff people about more creative ideas to help grow in thankfulness or uh, just practical wisdom in this area, if you find your family or your students struggling with it, we would love to meet with you and talk about this further. We love you guys. We hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving.